0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the How to Lead podcast, helping you develop yourself and those around you. I'm Adam Tarno, joined by Clay Scroggins. So, Clay, we told, uh, we talked a little bit a couple episodes ago about our friend Robbie Rice and the Oasis and some of the feedback. Yeah, the, that, the diner. Yeah, yeah the diner uh, that he would give us, uh, give us feedback on our old early 20s, mid-20s sermons. And, uh, and we want to pick back up that conversation on feedback and very specifically, Uh, Here's what I want to do with this episode is I want to give team leaders out there courage. I want to give them confidence, and I want to help stiffen their spine a little bit because coaching and giving feedback is one of the most important things we do as team leaders. And I think it can also be one of the most rewarding things we do as team leaders because I've got a suspicion that when we get to the end of our career and we look back, we're going to be more encouraged and feel more proud of who we developed not necessarily what we accomplished. And so uh, I see a lot of team leaders that will pull punches. They won't say critical things to somebody because they fear an emotional reaction from that person and they don't want to get into a conflict and they don't want to be around some high emotion. And I stumbled across some content that I think may be helpful for us in that situation. Can you think of a time in your leadership journey where you gave somebody feedback and they kind of Lost it.
1: For sure. And I can think of a situation right now where I have feedback to give and I'm not giving it because of the fear of what this person might feel or how they might handle it. So I, I am just over and over again, more and more convinced that receiving feedback is difficult, but giving feedback is yeah. almost as challenging, perhaps, maybe it more really challenging. Is. Yeah. And, and I'm just seeing less, I'm, 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 Talking to more and more leaders who are having a more difficult time giving feedback because of the way that people are responding to it. I think our mutual friend, Jonathan Pacluda, I heard him say recently that there was a day where uh, I trusted you because I believe you had my best interest in mind. Trust in the workplace is different now. It's I trust you because I believe you won't hurt me. Mm but feedback feels like pain. It Feed, does. Feedback feels like hurt sometimes. And so it's made us more um, resistant or uh, hesitant on giving it. So yeah, share this. I thought this little framework that you saw yeah. was very helpful in giving us fuel, giving us motivation, stiffening our spine. Stiffen our
0: spines. And, Let's get that courage. After that Shakespeare yeah, right. quote from the last episode, I'm ready, right? I'm ready for all of this. So uh, here's what it is. I, I got to give credit to Sheila Heen. She is, uh, I think she was one of the authors on Thanks for the Feedback, that book, Mm -hmm. and then also one of the authors on Difficult Conversations, which are two of my favorite resources. I believe she's with the Harvard Negotiation Project. There's a quick little YouTube video, so you can use this video in your next team meeting. I'm just going to summarize it really fast. And the title of the video is The Psychology of Happiness Around Feedback or something like that three basic concepts. I'm just going to explain them. And when I explain this, every single person listening is going to go, oh my gosh, that's totally it, right? So this isn't going to be new information. This is just going to put some words around things we already know to be true. But things we need to recognize when we're giving people feedback. Three things here, a baseline, a swing, and a rebound. Every single person has a baseline, a baseline of just where we are with our general mood and happiness every single day easiest to think about it. Scale of one to 10, five is right in the middle. 10 is you're super excited, optimistic. You're just excited about everything from a cup of coffee to uh, you just want a new deal. You're just, every day you whistle a lot and you drink kale smoothies. You're just super excited. (laughs) And then the one is over there. It just doesn't matter. You just, you're just kind of always wake up like I do at a four. You're just kind of in a bad mood. You're just kind of cranky Uh, You don't like the whistlers and the kale smoothie drinkers. Uh, They kind of annoy you, all that kind of stuff. But we all have a baseline, and that's really important to note. that every single one of us has a baseline of where we are, just a general mood, and it's unique to each person. Now, when we receive feedback, and I'm not going to talk too much about positive feedback because I think those are easy and fun to give. I think most of us struggle with more negative and critical feedback. So let's talk very specifically about how this impacts our negative feedback that we may receive or critical. There's a swing. And so the baseline moves. So when you hear negative feedback, your baseline is going to move. When you hear some criticism, it moves. That also is unique per person. So some people, uh, you may it doesn't matter if you're a positive or negative on the baseline, you just maybe don't have a lot of swing. When you hear negative, you may just go down one point. For others, you may go down nine or 10 points. But all of us have a different swing that we experience when we hear some negative news. And then there's the rebound, and the rebound differs, again, per person on how long they're going to stay at this new uh, you know, criticism-affected baseline. Then they're going to come back to their normal baseline. Again, some really interesting research to point there, both on the positive and the negative side. When you study lottery winners, a lottery winner, they win a big amount of money. They generally come back to their baseline after about a year. On the positive side, and then the one that's strangely encouraging to me: those who go to prison, uh, their baseline will go low, but they generally come back to their their normal baseline after about a year. So everybody's wow. baseline is eventually going to come back. And so, like I hear her sorry, say, this. "Adam, yeah."
1: A quick comment. I think that, that those were remarkable spectrums that whatever feedback we're getting is somewhere between I won the lottery and I'm going to prison. That's right. Somewhere in between <laughs> somewhere there. In between there. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's right. So at that's worst, a, any
0: feedback you give at worst, they're going to come back in at least a at year. At least I'm
1: not going <laughs> to prison. <laughs> that's
0: right. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so that to me, I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, that explains so much. And here's, mm. here's where this is so helpful for us as leaders that are giving feedback. We are not responsible for somebody's baseline. We don't control that. We are not responsible for somebody's swing. We do not control that. And we are not responsible for somebody's rebound. We do not control that. And so sometimes, you know, that old adage that good fences make good neighbors, sometimes boundaries just help us as Mm -hmm. leaders to remind ourselves when we give, and I'm talking very specifically about critical feedback, it is good to know where we end and where they begin. And so for us as leaders, we need to be mindful of each person and go, where's this person's general baseline? What do I think their swing's going to be? Good to be thoughtful and empathetic about that. However, our main responsibility as a leader is to share our observations and give feedback. And we are to focus primarily on how we say it, not necessarily what we say. And a lot of times now, if people have a massive swing and a bad rebound because of how we said it. Well, let's own that, right? Let's 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 learn from that and get better at that, so that we can say things in a way that will maybe reduce the amount of swing and rebound. But if somebody is experiencing a massive swing and rebound because of what we said, I, I still think we can drive home at night and sleep well, going, "Hey, listen, I did everything I could there. That's not my responsibility. That's on them." And so, um, yeah. So I'll stop there and, and give you uh, what, what are your thoughts when you hear that about the the baseline. The swing and the rebound?
1: Well, the thing that it would, that it helps me do is it helps me be more thoughtful about feedback, right? To be able to ask some questions ahead of time. What do I think this person's baseline is? Because if it is a person that is not the whistler, the, you know, everything's just always hunky dory and fantastic and fabulous all the time. Yeah. Uh, if it's a person that has more of a, uh, realistic mindset, then to to be able to deal with, recognize that and in dealing with them for the next several weeks to recognize, okay, well, I shouldn't be surprised that they're not, you know, rainbows and kitty cats because they're, <laughs> that's not who they were before. That's right. So that's not who they're going to be afterwards. I think that's very helpful. It's also helpful to remind myself there is going to be a swing, that there is going to be some kind of reaction to this. And it also is pretty comforting to know that, okay, it's not about whether or not they'll rebound. It's about how long do I think the rebound will take. That's right. But I love what you said about it really, it, it what's incumbent upon us, what we're responsible for is the how to say it. And so it might means we got to really wind it up, right? Depending on where their baseline is or what kind of swings we've seen in them. And we might have to really establish, hey, I believe in you. I love you. I care about you. I'm going to give you some feedback, but it's because I care about you. Uh, I think learning how to do that and learning when to do that based on what we think the the baseline and the swing and the amount of time the rebound would take, I think that's just really it allows me to be more thoughtful. That's, that's really, right. really helpful. That's
0: right. And to me, where the boundary helps, and I'll go back and reference the the series of episodes you and I did on conflict, and very specifically that I think it was the the third of that part, uh, third in that series of of episodes where we talked about withdrawal. Escalation, negative interpretation, and very specifically, invalidation. And so, invalidation is telling people that they should or should not feel things and that things are not that big of a deal. That, that, this, I think, what Sheila Heen is telling us here and the baseline, the swing, and the rebound, that will prevent us from taking feedback and turning it into conflict. Because if we watch somebody that has a big negative swing and then they stay down for a long time, for us to just be like invalidating them, just going, you know, that's stupid, like this isn't that big of a deal. Why are you feeling right. so bad? Or right. you should be getting over this. Like, listen, that is not your responsibility. So you can ask questions and be curious and all that stuff, but people are going to go at their own pace with this and take a deep breath. They're eventually going to come back. And so they will get back to their baseline. And that, that to me is really helpful there. Just to, so if I'm sharing critical feedback and somebody they just show all the physical signs of just like the life is sucked out of them and they are and they deflate like a balloon before me. I can't tell them to stop that, right? I can just go, yeah, I would imagine that's hard to hear. I just want to remind you that I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I, I, I know you can get better at this. I've been through this before too. Uh, so I'll just give you some space here to feel whatever it is you need to feel and, and that's okay.
1: I, that acronym that you gave for that podcast, if you missed that podcast, you got to go and listen to that. But that was the acronym weenie, right?
0: Yeah. Withdraw,
1: escalate, negatively. Interpret. Interpret and invalidate. That was so helpful. But you're right. I think this couples really, really well with that, that if we can remind ourselves now, when I'm giving this, don't do that because it might actually don't do any of those. Don't be a weenie, right? Yeah. Uh, It will, um, that really will impact the swing and the amount of time it takes to rebound. Right. I would just say this too, Adam. I'm learning this over and over again. Learning to give people feedback that is not all glowing hmm. is not just a skill of great leaders, but it is, and it's not just a gift that you're giving other people, but it earns you trust and respect with people. That's right. I, it is remarkable how this happens, but. I've got a really good friend who's in the executive search industry and he said i have to make myself give both the company feedback on how they're interviewing but also the candidate i have to give the candidate feedback on how he or she is coming across and when i do it endears them to me yeah that was a remarkable highlight for me and then i've i've seen it on the flip side i was i had a speaking engagement last week where they they gave me some unsolicited feedback. They took the time to go. Here's two things we want to give you that we loved, and one thing that we would love for you to change next time we do an event with you. And it was I, it was spectacular. I really that's respected awesome. that they were willing to do that, and it and it didn't make me feel like less of a person or communicator. It really just thought, I thought, okay, well that's their culture. That's who they are. That's and they said it that way. This is just who we are. This is not about you. But next time you do this, this is the way we think about it. It was just super helpful uh, in, I, I didn't have much of a swing and I didn't yeah. have a huge rebound because of the way they did it. And it did, it endeared me to this person. It made me think, well, this really is a great leader. That's and awesome. so you learning how to do this is essential.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, let's, uh, let's in this episode with quotes from Jonathan Picluda, because when I started working on his team, you know, now close to 10 years ago, uh, he would always tell new hires, if you want to find one way to become very valuable on this team, or to this organization that is learn how to give feedback in a productive way. Uh, and so, uh-huh. so you're right. I mean, it is. There's a lot of people out there that will view it as a gift and as you trying to help them um, to get better. And we, we got to be really careful about the way we give it. And I feel like we've done that plenty of times in episodes on how to do that. Um, and so this one, I think, is just, again, we're trying to encourage leaders like, what are you responsible for? You're responsible to give the feedback because that's your responsibility as a leader. You're abdicating responsibility if you're not going to give somebody the feedback, both the good and the bad. So you've got to do it. And, and if you're like, ah, but I don't want them to freak out. Remember, that's not your responsibility. That is on them. And so you share the oh, feedback, yeah. do it in a thoughtful, with good intent. Uh, take Take all the care to say it in the right way, how you do it. But what you say, uh, if they react to that, that, that's on them. And so hopefully that'll encourage a few leaders out there to engage in those conversations and do that thing that is so important for their organization. Love it. All right. Well, Clay, as always, great to be with you. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: Yeah, thanks, Adam.
0: Well, that's all we got for today's episode of the How to Lead podcast. You can always reach out to us via email. We can be reached at info at howtolead.work. That's info at how work. Every episode is mixed and edited by the team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.